The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello there and welcome to episode 200 and 52. I hope that you're doing very well today. If you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, uh, then you can get a free session with me. To get that, all you need to do is to head over to my website, uh, robertjamescoaching.com. There you can use my Calendly and you can book that free session. Or if you uh, prefer, uh, you can send me a message and let me know about what you're struggling with. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about something that's very close to my heart. And actually, heart is the uh, appropriate word because uh, today we're talking about relationship OCD and the fear of commitment that so many people who struggle with this uh, find so difficult. Um, And, you know, it's something that I have uh, a lot of experience with myself something that I've really struggled uh, struggled with over the years in, in lots of different relationships. Um, so many relationships that, I, uh, that I've had, you know, could have actually been very good relationships, long-term relationships for me, but I, I kind of left them or I walked away or I purposefully sabotaged them, um, you know, without even realizing it. And this is so frustrating. I think so many people um, struggle with this and learning how to to deal with this can really improve the quality of your life. So I think it's a very important episode today. Um, if you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could head over to Instagram and follow and like there. Even if you're like me and you don't really like Instagram, <laughs> it would be fantastic if you could follow anyway. Um, also, if you could subscribe on your podcast app of choice, um, you know, you could have a little little go now. Just go go onto your uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, hit that subscribe button. It really does uh, help the podcast. So many thanks, guys. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, then by all means, uh, do please let me know. And many thanks. <laughs> I'm going to start today with a quote by uh, good old Dr. Seuss, you know, because why not? And the uh, the quote is this, you know you're in love when you can't fall asleep because reality is finally better than your dreams. Now, this is the kind of quote that if you struggle with relationship OCD is actually incredibly annoying um, because most people who struggle with relationship OCD are constantly uh, expecting to be uh, fully in love in this kind of uh, traditional sense that, you know, we're, we're told that we, you know, we should be having this incredible uh, love romance and things should be amazing and we should be incredibly happy most of the time and our partner should be as close to perfect as possible. 
Um, you know, and if they're not, but well, then they're not the right one for us. And actually, we need to move on and we need to keep looking and searching and getting back on those apps and trying to find that absolutely perfect person that's going to make us feel really good about ourselves. And hopefully, in the process, is going to solve our problems, all of our problems. And most especially if you have OCD, it's going to fill that, that horrible anxiety gap that um you know that OCD is uh, is kind of making worse all the time and unfortunately of course um you know it doesn't work and the more that we try to um you know search for this perfect relationship uh the more stuck we get but this doesn't stop the the culture from constantly giving us um these very unfair messages about relationships um, you know, you look at things like Valentine's Day and uh, you look at social media and then people putting up their pictures about how happy they are and how how in love they are. And, you know, uh, so often the people in these pictures are, you know, they look like film stars and, you know, they're living these lives that are incredible and amazing. And we, of course, you know, kind of judge ourselves and compare ourselves to to this and we think, well, these people are happy and, you know, what am I doing wrong? I, I have to just find that that right person. And, you know, um, whoever you might be dating at that moment, you know, perhaps they're, you know, a very nice person, uh, very kind and, and uh, helpful. They've they've shown themselves over time to be uh, dependable um, and caring. Um, but, you know, maybe, the, you know, that spark is is missing or perhaps uh, it's just getting a little bit boring and as soon as the first sign of that comes up um, if you have relationship OCD then you know it can be a huge huge cause of anxiety um, you know, and, and the problem is that you know because we're going to be spending a lot of time with that person whenever you do see them you can't help but uh, look at them and think well am I really attracted to them um, you know, do we really actually get on? Do we have enough things in common? Um, you know, when I see them in this particular light, they're not that attractive. Um, you know, when they wear, you know, th that particular set of clothing, I don't find them attractive enough. Uh, you know, and we, we start to search for all of these kind of small things uh, or big things that we can create in our mind. Um, you know, which which means that we can no longer stay with that person. Uh, and sometimes, you know, that can happen, um, you know, after a few years. Or to be honest, sometimes it can happen, you know, within within a few weeks of dating somebody. Things might be going absolutely perfectly. You might, um, I, don't like, I don't like that word perfectly when it comes to OCD, but you get what I'm saying. Things might be going really, really well. And then from nowhere, one day, a thought pops up into your mind. But what about this? Or, you know, um, she said this, and I really don't know if I like that. And suddenly, um, it's like an alarm bell is going off, and you're not able to look at that person in the same way again. The feeling that you had, you know, only moments before, suddenly just disappears, and you're left with this anxiety and this uncertainty. You know, perhaps this person isn't the right one for me and it's so painful because of course what you want to get is is certainty you want to know for sure that you're not wasting your time uh you know time is a precious commodity we we, we don't want to waste it with the wrong person and what if I am wasting it with the wrong person 
what's going to happen if I uh, if I spend another year or two? Then I'm going to be two years older. And, uh, you know, that's time I could have spent dating and actually, you know, finding someone who who actually really is the right kind of person for me. And this is the trap that, you know, I fell into for years and years, um, you know, when I first came to Barcelona uh, nine years ago now. Um, you know, I met some really, uh, really nice girls um, and started relationships uh, with them and uh, ended up finishing those relationships. And, you know, it was probably not necessary at all because they were amazing people. And, um, of course, where I am today in my current relationship, in a way, you could say, well, that's it's good because it's led you here. Um but, you know, it's been many, many years, um, you know, that it's taken me to get to this point. And actually, you know, I, I feel like you can definitely do it a lot sooner if you're willing to to accept a little bit more uncertainty into your life. So I wanted to share a story today, uh, a personal story about myself in, in regards to this, because I think it's a, it's very relevant and it kind of shows you know, it shows the journey that I've been on. So actually today is my uh, girlfriend's birthday and I'm speaking a little bit quieter because uh, she is uh, in the lounge right now, the door's shut in my office, so hopefully she can't hear me, otherwise it's going to ruin a surprise. And that is that today I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. Now, um, if you'd asked me, even just a few years ago, you know, would you uh, propose to to her? You know, just the very question would leave leave me in a in a sweat. I I would literally be feeling awful at that question. Um, you know, because I'm being asked to compromise to to say, you know, this is it. This is this is the person for me. And, um, you know, those those other people out there, other potential relationships. Um, no, I'm going to stick with this one and I'm going to make up my mind. And of course, when it comes to, to choice and OCD, it's, uh, you know, it's incredibly hard. And so a few years ago, it would have been, I think, impossible uh, for me to make that decision. Well, it, it wasn't impossible, but it would have felt impossible. Today, um, you know, I'm here and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to propose this afternoon at lunch um, and I'm quite nervous about it. Obviously, I'm hoping that she's going to, uh, to say yes. If she doesn't <laughs> say yes, then I guess I'll be making a podcast next week about uh, OCD and heartbreak when, you're, when your uh, lover turns you down. Um, but hopefully, you know, I won't be making that podcast and hopefully she will say yes. Um, you know, but it's, it's been very difficult to, to arrive at this point. And even, you know, even this morning, the doubts were there, you know, the, the incessant OCD thoughts that, that come up, um, you know, what about this? What about that? Are you sure this is a good idea? (laughs) All of this kind of stuff. And, you know, I have to, I have to keep applying the skills, the things I talk about on the podcast all the time. OCD isn't something that just disappears. It's a habit that we've picked up along the way. Um, fortunately, you know, with practice, you can learn to manage that habit really, really well. 
Um, you know, so that when the thoughts do come up, you just don't really give them any airtime at all and very quickly bring your attention back to the present. You know, acknowledge the anxiety that you're feeling, the nervousness. I mean, it's normal to feel nervous about something like this, to make a commitment like this. If you weren't nervous, then probably something is a bit amiss. Um, however, if you, uh, you know, if you have OCD and you're thinking of doing something similar and you're not nervous, do not worry. Do not think something is amiss because probably it's not. And that's just another thing for the OCD to jump onto. Um, anyway, so here I am today and uh, I just wanted to kind of share this with you because, you know, relationship OCD is an incredibly hard thing to, to deal with and anybody who's struggling with it, you, you most definitely have my, my empathy and, and understanding, um, you know, but I kind of wanted uh, to, to point out um, three things that I think have been uh, very important for me in order to arrive at this point where I am today. And I think the the first one is um, to to really stay in the relationship that you're in, um, you know, for, for now, for a specific amount of time. If you're somebody who gets into relationships and then, you know, quite quickly leaves again, or if you're somebody who is um, in a relationship but is constantly ruminating on it, and thinking about whether it's right or not, or whether you're in love, or whether you're attracted to them. What I really recommend doing, first of all, is staying in the relationship as long as it's, as long as it's a safe relationship, as long as it's uh, not an abusive relationship, then stay in the relationship and see if you can learn how to manage your rumination. Because so often it's actually the rumination that is blocking you from being able to appreciate and enjoy the relationship for what it is. So number one, see if you can stay and learn how to, to manage that rumination uh, within the relationship. Um, number two, really try to work on acceptance skills. Um, now there's lots of different ways of, of doing this. Um, of course, you can work with with meditation. So when you're noticing the urge to ruminate a lot about about your partner, why not actually just stop what you're doing and uh, and and just give yourself a few minutes or even just a few breaths where you tune into your body, take some slightly deeper and longer breaths down into the belly, and try to allow yourself to just feel what you're feeling. So often, you know, it's not with OCD, it's not actually about the theme or the topic that you're struggling with. It's more to do with the fact that there's anxiety there. There's like a, it's like a, a, a faulty signal from the brain. And uh, you're attributing something in your environment to it. And, and actually, when we just slow down and we actually give ourselves a few minutes to check in with ourselves and see and see how we feel quite often those very difficult feelings will begin to, to move on because you haven't been pushing them away anymore and you've just given them a little bit of airtime and that will allow you to, to kind of practice this acceptance. Of course, other ways of, of doing that, you've heard me talk in the past about uh, cold showers and things like that. That's also very helpful. Uh, doing exposure um, exposure work can be very helpful. So see if you can work on acceptance of your of your feelings. And then the final one is communication. 
Um, so often in relationships, we're we're not communicating as well as we could, and you know, most of the time, that is where most problems arise in relationships. Now, this doesn't mean though that you should share every OCD concern that you have with your partner. Trust me, I've been there with that as well, and uh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't really work that well. Uh, of course, your partner's going to become pretty insecure if you're always kind of saying to them well I'm feeling really anxious and I'm not sure about the relationship it's <laughs> unfortunately it really uh, does lead to um, you know the relationship becoming more difficult I think certainly in my personal experience um, you know so yeah you do want to share but you want to share um, you know about other things that that concern you you know, to to be intimate and not just physically intimate, although, of course, that's that's uh, important too. closeness and physical closeness is important, but also sharing, you know, um, about yourself more, trying to be more intimate with your partner about um, things that are important to you, where you want to go, your values, um, these kinds of things so that you can actually, um, you know, open up and and develop that that relationship with that person so often we're we're not doing that um and when we do do that when we do actually give a bit more of ourselves in the relationship and open up more uh and don't always focus on you know the the obsessions um you know it's surprising where the relationship can go when we start to communicate better so i think communication is definitely there but just to reiterate you know, you don't want to ignore um, the the uh, relationship OCD obsessions that you're having. So you don't want to kind of, you know, not tell your partner about it ever. Of course, you can explain to them that you struggle with, with OCD or relationship OCD. Uh, but make it clear to them that actually, you know, that it's not so much about them. It is more about you. Uh, obviously there's a bit of a cliche there but you know try to make that clear and that you know that perhaps you can communicate to them that you're trying to to work through this and you would like their support and it might actually then be something that can actually bring you a bit a bit closer to together um you know these again are, are just things that have been very helpful for me and uh and my relationship um it's a journey of course today is a big day for me um, but as in all relationships, they're always evolving, changing. You know, I haven't reached uh, the perfect place with it. I'm still working on it. I still need to work on it. There's still uh, improvements I need to make. And so, you know, it's something that I'm always kind of looking at and trying to figure out, okay, what more can I do? How can I get better? Um, you know, there's days where I still struggle with it and and that's okay and trying to bring compassion to the table with this and, and recognize that you know this if this is an area that you struggle with um, it probably has more to do um, with your uh, attachment style um, than it has to do with with a lot of other things that we typically think about in relationships so perhaps reflect on that too what is your attachment style and how does that impact your relationship anyway guys there we go um a bit of uh, an interesting episode today hopefully i will have some good news to tell you in the next in the next episode and uh yeah fortunately if you are thinking well what if his girlfriend listens to the podcast first 
Well, fortunately, she uh, she doesn't listen to my podcast, um, <laughs> which is probably uh, a good thing because uh, I think she probably uh, puts up with enough of me as it is. Anyway, guys, um, I really hope that you, you enjoyed that and found it helpful. As always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.